morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day three of our Wisdom for Work from the Psalms devotional on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. And before we jump in, I have two quick disclaimers. Number one, they're doing so much construction around our house. So if you hear the extra noise, we definitely apologize. Yeah. And number two, I want to give a slight little baby trigger warning that this uh, devotional mentions a death a lot. And so I just want to, I guess, more yeah. prep you all for that. Um, but it's in scripture a lot and talking about the, the brevity of life. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we should all tackle that as well. Let's do it. Okay. The first scripture is Psalms chapter 90, verse 12. And it says this, teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. And the next scripture is Psalms chapter 39, verse 5. And it says this, You have made my life no longer than the width of my hand. My entire lifetime is just a moment to you. At best, each of us is is but a breath. The devotional says this, I've noticed a strikingly consistent theme in the biographies of history's most impactful Christians. They thought about death a lot. At the age of 29, Martin Luther told a mentor he didn't think he would live very long. William um, Wilberforce seriously believed he was likely to die violently before he completed his life's work of abolishing the slave trade. And Alexander Hamilton imagined death so much it felt more like a memory. These men lived and worked hundreds of years ago when death was far more common and thinking about it was in some ways inevitable. That stands in stark contrast of our culture today. In an essay titled The Pornography of Death, anthropologist Jeffrey Gorger argued that death has replaced sex as the most taboo topic of our modern age. But in Psalm 90, Moses says that meditating on death is one of the wisest things we can do. Why? Because dwelling on death leads us to walk carefully, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil, as it says in Ephesians 5. So here's my encouragement to you. Find a way to remind yourself of the brevity of life today. Here are just four ideas. First is, choose a passage of scripture to memorize that will remind you of the sobering reality of death. There's some listed in the Devo. Two is, take a walk in a cemetery on your drive to or from work today. Three is, read a great book on death from a Christian perspective. Four is, put physical reminders of death around you. Something that he has is, I have running out of time written inside of my running shoes. Whatever works for you, works. These practices will look foolish to the world, but scripture says they are wise for the believer. Do something to dwell on death today so that you may gain a heart of wisdom and redeem your time for the glory of God and the good of others. Yeah, um, we won't avoid the fact that this is a weird topic, Mm -hmm. especially when you're talking about like a daily devotional about wisdom for work from the Psalms. Yeah. But I have to say that even that slight awkwardness that you feel is exactly what this author is talking about. Yeah. About how like, you know, you hear it in like the your your parents or your grandparents' age where people would never talk about like things with like involved intimacy or yeah. sex or things like that. It was always like weird, like, oh no. A taboo topic. It's it's taboo. We handle that behind closed doors, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah. now it's like you rarely hear people confront the reality that all of us will face. Mm-hmm. And it, it's this thing of like, wow, like 
whenever we fail to recognize death, we're failing to recognize what comes after. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like society is being fooled to think that they can just pursue youth and live as adult children yeah. and biohack everything without confronting the reality of what happens to us. Right. And so what when we do confront the reality, we will walk with wisdom, and that'll include how we walk with work, how we walk in relationships, how yeah. we walk even within our own self. Yeah. For example, it was kind of weird to hear the four examples of ways to um, remind yourself that this is an unfortunate, inevitable reality for all of us. But I have a little memento on my desk right over there. If you're watching YouTube, I'm pointing at the desk right now. That reminds me of a mentor that I lost. And, um, And I even keep the last text he ever sent me. And so it's one of those things that it reminds me that anything could be gone in a moment. And it reminds me of you know, what's that carpe diem, like seize the day, seize the moment. Like don't keep just scrolling and wasting your life. Let's like, let's work with excellence. Let's love people well. Let's be present. I was actually just reading, reading this thing about how they say children, um, experience great developmental growth whenever you make eye contact with them. Yeah. Like what? And then I tried it the other day. I looked into Micah's eyes and he looked into my eyes and we had a moment where I think he, he saw that I saw him. Yeah. And if I were just busy on my phone or multitasking while I'm trying to take care of him, I wouldn't have had that moment to value it and value the, the precious time that I have with him here on earth. And you all have that same precious time in your own life, in your own world. But are we remembering that this time is precious? This time is valuable? Are we living like that? And so that's why we went through and did this devotional to be reminded that, yeah, death is inevitable, but it's not the end, but it makes this time here on earth so much more precious to us. Kind of like what we talk about when we talk about the the juxtaposition between like grace and sin, right? Mm -hmm. It's like we don't fully grasp the beauty of grace until we fully grasp the weight and ugliness of sin. And I feel like it's very similar with life. It's like until we actually grasp that death is inevitable we won't live life fully with intention with that expectancy of knowing or even Jesus coming back you know what I mean and living in a way that's like that could happen yeah any day right and so (laughs) any day it's like would we live differently if we knew that Jesus was coming tomorrow would we live differently if we knew death was coming two days from now like something that our financial advisor asked us that like brought us to tears was if we knew without a shadow of a doubt that like one of us had five years left, would it change the way that we live on a daily basis? Would it change the way that we spend money? Would it change the way that we invest money? Would it change the way we love on our children? Would it change the way we grow our family? And it, it's that thought of like, death that makes the reality of now so real right and like it really does bring light to how much more intentional we should be with every day in that verse like today is the day that the lord has made rejoice and be glad in it because it's a gift it's a gift you guys and so yeah, I know it's a very like sobering topic but it should Mm. also be a very inspiring topic because you've been given today. Like yeah. you're watching this today. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So you want to pray sign out? Yeah. 
Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this uh, reality check today. Father, I pray that you would help us live with the realization that this life really is brief um, and that every single day is such a gift to bring you honor, to bring you praise, Father, to steward the people in our lives, Father, to spread the gospel, to bring more people into your kingdom, into your presence, Father. Um, I just pray that you would help us uh, live in a way that you would have us live, Father, that we would be so grateful for the day, every single day. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Cheerio. Cheerio.